0: Hey, everyone, it's me, your host, Michaela, and you're listening to the 520 Podcast. I'm very excited today because I will be sitting down with our Chi Alpha member, Ben, and he'll be talking about what's going on in his life, what projects he's up to, and we'll just be talking about how God can restore and what that means for a believer who's either new or is coming out of something. We're so excited to have you guys listening today. Hope you guys enjoy. (laughs) Hey, so I'm really happy to have you here today, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so some of our listeners may not even know who you are. or Some of them may. Do you want to introduce yourself and say how long you've been in Kai Alpha?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Benjamin Lafine, um, or you can call me Ben. It looks like it says Lafin, but it's really Lafine. It's weird. I think it comes from, like, 14th century Latvia or something like that, but... Mm. I was a Divisio student studying filmmaking for the past three years, um, but now I'm taking a gap year, trying to find work, kind of just live life. Yeah. Um, I've started going to Kaya Alpha back in September mm-hmm. of 2020, and it's, it's been great.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. And um, what's it like having joined Kaya Alpha during COVID?
1: It was good. It was. I was kind of expecting like you know everyone's going to be like really you know distant or very much like not wanting to interact with me. Because I'm used to that, I'm used to like going to like a, like, I'm not going to call people out, but like going to like Christian organizations and literally no one will will speak to you. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, well, you're supposed to be the body of Christ, why are you not even (laughs) talking to me, right? But I went to Chi and people came in with open arms, you know. There's a memory I had, like the second time being there and Alan just like helping me with through something, I'm like... it feels like christ
0: that's amazing and i'm just so happy to have you here some of our listeners may recognize your name from our last podcast you were brought up um jillian mentioned you when she was talking about a project that you and her are working on um do you want to go into that some more
1: sure again it's very uh, much in the baby stages yeah that's what she said too (laughs) but but, so she's actually one of the reasons i came to Kai alpha she invited me along and really started working together on some stuff recently. One of them is, like, a very small baby project that's still in the development stage, like, pre, pre-production. pre But we're actually working on a f- short film that I wrote and will be directing. She's helping assistant direct that and help produce it. Oh, wow. So that's coming up.
0: See, I didn't know about the short film. Um, she had mentioned during the last podcast that you um, you guys were working on, like, a testimonies project. Is that correct? Yes. Where people... Well, I'll let you explain it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think we talked about this. We're trying to figure out how to like not like spoil everything. And I know for me, it's like as a filmmaker, I want to. I love storytelling mm-hmm. and I love telling people's stories. And recently, I realized that's like as a Christian too. It's like I, this is a gift of mine. Yeah. I enjoy telling stories, and so I wanted I want to be able to tell people stories. So the idea was like, what if we interviewed people about their testimonies? You know, yes. Yeah. Because I f- find that people's stories can help, and some of them are so uplifting and really convict sometimes. And so that was kind of the idea behind the testimony videos. Um, We're going to figure out how to execute that well.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm excited. I know we did like a shout out for it and it's still out there. So if anybody's listening and they want to be a part, like get with Jillian, get with Ben. I think it's an amazing idea to um, share your testimony. I think it's so powerful. Um, I'm excited because I know that you want to share yours today or at least part of it. And I'm just really, really looking forward to it because what God can do, through the word of our testimonies and just how he is glorified through it. And I just think it's wonderful. And I just want to know, like, what made you get into filmmaking?
1: So how I went down the road of filmmaking was I've always been a very visual person. I would picture audiobooks in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved movies. And it wasn't until I got a little, little camera recorder that I really branched off into making short films and short little skits with my friends. where you get that? Um... 2013 okay so been it's been a hot minute <laughs> yeah but we, we started out with a high 8 tape camcorder which is amazing I've been wanting to get one for a while now but I would just run around the backyard with my friends filming short films and it, we ended up actually making nearly six feature-length films like hour and a half long films which was really fun and about 2016 was when I was like I really want to make this like my career I want to mm. do this and being in Kansas there's not much in the realm of, like, career-wise, yeah. like, film stuff. So, I'm like, is, is it a financially viable option? I don't know. But I'd rather do this instead of going into, like, nursing or whatever, or, like, biology. So then I started, then WCU announced that they started a film program, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. And so that's what I did for three years.
0: And, like, I know last last podcast we talked about gifts and talents and creative abilities and obviously almost everybody we have in Kyle is so talented including yourself and we talked about if our work has to be just Christian or if it can be in the secular so like where do you see do you see yourself leaning more towards doing things like the testimony project or doing things that are more just for fun or just to tell a story that you enjoy
1: sure one of the reasons I went into or I decided I wanted to go into film is because I look at like Christian films that are made nowadays <laughs> and I don't know, I feel like they're all, like, hot garbage.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Storytelling-wise, I'm like, the Bible is the greatest story Mm -hmm. ever told. Why can't Christians make a decent story, you know? Because it's, I don't know, it's very much preaching. It's like, but life isn't just, like, you know, you have the perfect Christian who, you know, faces the the bad professor who's telling him he can't be, you know, can't be a good (laughs) Christian. It's like, well, no, we live life very much in the gray areas. Yeah, It's not black and white. And that's where I felt, like, led or... Is look at those gray areas. Mm-hmm. That's where God is seen the most, is when we're at our weakest, when we're at our most broken.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that's kind of the idea with like the testimony thing. It's like, let's not just like look at your good parts, mm-hmm. but like, well, look where you came from. Look at your brokenness.
0: Yeah. And I, I love that because that's such gospel. You know, I think, I don't want to criticize the Christian film industry because I honestly like some of the films, but I get what you're saying. Um, I get that there is more to the Christian life than being the perfect Christian who's at war, you know, with the world, like you were describing. But there's the walk of redemption and, like, where God has leaded you from every single moment. And God can be glorified in every single moment. And it is a testament to how good God is. And I just love what you were saying about, you know, how God can use brokenness because that is the gospel, how we're all broken and fallen people and how God can redeem us and call us into his own and save us. Um, if we call him as Lord and Savior and repent of our sins. So, with that being said, I'd love to hear your story, your testimony. I know you're really wanting to share that um, today, so I'll let you take the floor.
1: Sure. So, I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was five, type one.
0: Yeah.
1: And from then, I always kind of had health issues that I've had to deal with, and I'm not going into all my health history, but in 2013, um, which is right when I started getting into film, I, you know, there we were like praying like, hey, it'd be really cool, God, if you healed Ben from diabetes. Because I don't know if you guys know what like type 1 diabetes is, but it's like it's a daily, constant thing. Because mm-hmm. you're basically replacing a functioning organ and having to be consciously aware of it. Yeah. And that can be draining. So we had been praying. There's always been verses that my mom had read in the Bible like that we thought like indicated that I'm going to be healed. And so in 2013... There was like a service we were watching where we were at and they were like saying like, hey, come forward if you want a body part to be healed, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were talking with a guy and ended up praying over my pancreas. And we, you know, we felt like this was like what was God's will. It was like we're gonna going to be healed. So we went through that. We went through the process of, you know, praying, seeking God's will. And after that, nothing changed. And that was sort of a downward spiral from there just in my faith and just because like, you know, God's a just and holy God. Yeah. And you know, when you hear like someone saying the Bible is like, it feels very clear, like, God, I, I will be healed
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it doesn't come to fruition. You're like, is the Bible even true? So I went a couple of years, not even thinking about it, got into filmmaking. And in 2015, um, I believe it was August, uh, I got sick with like a low grade, grade fever. He- headache. It was like a cold, mm-hmm. right? It didn't go away for two years, oh, wow. so my entire last half of high school, I was sick to the point where I couldn't, you know, leave the house sometimes because like, I just can't, I don't feel good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I miss church. I miss so many activities because I just couldn't do life. It got to the point where it's like if I wanted to hang out with friends and be a normal boy, I would have to choose between, if I want to hang out with friends, or do I need to do the things I need to do, like go to church, do you know, mm-hmm. do my walk? And a lot of times I would be like, I want to be a normal boy. Yeah. <laughs> and my walk suffered because of that, because, you know, it's like, and the entire time I, my parents and people around me in my life were like, God gave me this verse, you know, God gave me this song, and he said, we believe you're going to be healed from this. And weeks went by, months went by, years went by, nothing. And for a young believer, I mean, like, young, and like, Every aspect of it. I was like, how am I supposed to believe God is good when I can't even live life? And coming out of it, I realized how depressed and apathetic I was just about life. You know, I could barely do homework. I could barely, I was homeschooled. So praise God I could do that. Because if I wasn't, I wouldn't have probably graduated. And so like this entire time, like from 15 to like 17, I was like, how can I graduate? How can I live life? i can 't go to college like this you know when I can't even leave my you know my house and I grew very, very depressed and apathetic about just everything in about twenty and I, that's where I feel like film kind of came out of it was my escape you know I could put on a cape I could put on clo- yeah. I could put on the clothes I could go to another world just to avoid my own and living life in a very dark place for such a long time, you begin to kind of appreciate the good and the bad, you know. I, I, and I've gotten over this, but it's like I, I would get really frustrated with people who would post like these like happy Christian, like God's good, God's great and all that when I'm like, he isn't. In my life, I don't feel it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but in 2016, like, when I don't 17. In 17, I don't remember. There was a pastor who was coming to town and he was, he was a guy who got crushed by a semi. And God miraculously saved him, wow. right? So uh, my parents were like, hey, please come to this. We want you to come. And I'm like, well, I want to hang out with my friends. And they're like, okay, if you hang out with your friends, know that you may not be able to make it, and we want you to make it to this church service. I'm like, fine. So the night before, I went to a concert with my friends after we would filmed the scene. And Paul Baloch, I don't know how to say the name. I can give you that. But one of his songs is about, like, the dry bones of, like, Ezekiel, and you know, it's about like raising an army for Christ, but I felt like it was the dry bones inside of me And that kind of broke kind of that calloused, jaded heart a little bit so that when I went to the service the next day The Spirit came upon me, and I was, I had not experienced hope or joy or Christ For what felt like two years, and from then it was kind of working on that, and right around that time was when I started, you know, struggling with porn. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with that for eight years. And that was another redemption story is in September of like 2020, God broke me down and helped me confront that addiction. And that was when I realized like, I want to use my gift of storytelling to like, one, tell my story, tell people that there's hope, but also combat pornography. Mm -hmm. And it's so prevalent. It's everywhere.
0: everywhere. It's disgusting,
1: and it's like, and there's, and the church is so afraid to talk about it. They're so afraid to be like, deal with issues, because 70% of men in the church Mm -hmm. are dealing with it. You know, 25, 30% are women. Yeah. If you look at the statistics of pornography consumption, it's appalling.
0: It is, and I kind of want to talk about that just a little bit. It's one thing that, like, I love, not love, but I'm just, like, really passionate about, because as you said, it's everywhere, and I don't think people realize, like, this is a true addiction that people have, and when people are addicted to drugs or alcohol, you can, you can, like, get away, you can kind of escape, you know, not everything that you watch on TV is going to have it, not every, like, commercial break is going to have it, not everything you hear on the radio is going to have it, but literally that is it with pornography, and it's just got so infiltrated in our society, it's, it's, it breaks my heart, because I'm like, if you really are struggling with this, you literally have to cut yourself off everywhere. It used to be that you could just turn off the computer or not buy a movie or not buy a magazine. And now you have to like turn off your phone. You have to not watch any TV. You have to not be involved in certain conversations. You can't listen to certain things on the radio. What's that like for you having realized that?
1: It's just a, it was a reminder of how broken
0: I am. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, it's like, but it's not just, you know, society, it's not just the world around you. You have to take responsibility you for do. yourself because it's like your mind can create some really dark stuff.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And so it's not, you can't, you, there's a good sermon I listened to about regret. And it's like you can blame people. You can pass it on. But when you actually take it on and be like, this is something I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And take responsibility for it. You know, that helps.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah no,
1: I was, <laughs> was going to say that differently. Um, you know, you can't put it all on you. Yeah, You can't take that shame. You can't take that. You need the overwhelming mercy and grace of God to overcome it.
0: And I like that you pointed that out, that you have to take some responsibility. I mean, like with any sin or anything, you know, we're sinners. It's not because of our environment. I just brought up the environment mainly because when you're talking about the church, I feel like the church fails to see how people are struggling and what people are caught into and how hard it is to get out and to get help. And if we're so quiet as a church to not talk about things like pornography, like drug addictions or anything else, um, we're going to have a church that's that's failing, that's feeling very alone and hard because it does get overwhelming. And I'm so grateful for the grace of Jesus that can empower and for his Holy Spirit. But support is needed.
1: Yeah, there's no way. You're not supposed to do it alone. You're not supposed to be like, I got this because you don't got it. You know, you can never, if it isn't a true addiction, you cannot get out of it on your own. You need people by your side. You need a community. You need Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and God, it's it's not like one of those things where God's just going to like, I'm going to give you a new brain. Because pornography affects you physically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It changes your brain. And if God were to remove your brain and give you a new brain, that would be torture. That <laughs> You would lose everything of who you are.
0: Yeah.
1: But what God wants is for us to come to Him and daily seek Him and not live.
0: Now, a part of your story I want to go back on is, um, you talk about your addiction to pornography, which you said was like, what, eight years of addiction? But prior to, I'm mean, not prior, but during all that, you were already struggling with just feeling connected to God and that God was there for you. And you said it wasn't till that church service um, that you actually like were able to feel the love of Christ again?
1: Yeah. There's been multiple times where I've, you know, remembered and forgotten about God. Yeah. And so 2017 was like one of the big ones. And then 2020 was another mm-hmm. revitalization of me. And I would say 2020 is when I realized that I need to give everything to Christ, yeah. including my family, including my addiction, my, my life. Everything needs to belong to him.
0: Yeah, I I'm glad that you said that. And for like any of our listeners who's feeling that way and feeling like, I feel like sometimes we go around and we're like, I, I want to give everything to God, but not this. Everything but this. And it doesn't have to be a secret, like, addiction. It could be, like, my job. It could be um, this relationship that I'm in. Like, God, I love you so much, but please don't take don't don't make me break up with my boyfriend. <laughs> I know that was for me. Um, I was in a relationship, and I was just like, God, don't take my boyfriend. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy. But I wasn't. <laughs> but God wants all of you. Every single part, even the part that you're ashamed of and that feels dirty, like he can wipe clean. And I think that's just the beautiful thing about the um, restoration power of Jesus Christ is that anything that seems good, he can make better. And anything that seems just disgusting, he can restore and make pure. And um, I just love that. I love your story. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. And everyone listening, we're just so happy that you guys were able to tune in for this week's episode of the 520 podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed your time spent with us here today. And I really hope you guys are just like encouraged by um, the testimony that we've heard. If you guys are dealing with anything, have anything that you're struggling with bringing all the way to God, um, just know that there's community here. Um, we're free to hear from you on anything that you want to talk about. Um, our Chi di- Alpha director, Alan, is always open and available to talk and discuss with you guys. And again, you can always come to us with feedback, topics, or any of these questions on our social medias. We're Found at Kayafa Wichita on Instagram and Facebook, and you can always listen to our podcast here on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. We love hearing back from you guys. It was great having you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, bye. 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 <laughs>